if their goal is to book an appointment and get on that contractor's calendar, we're going to be able to book that job and put it on that contractor's calendar. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode in the den. I am CJ Bachman and today I am joined by Alyssa Lavik. She is with Schedule Engine. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Hi CJ, thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with Schedule Engine? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a tried and true from the Midwest um, and at Schedule Engine, I've been there about three years and I started in sales. So I came into the company and was an account exec, worked with contractors day in and day out, just understanding their problems and, and how our solutions could help. And as of recently, I actually moved into a strategic partnership role. So okay. I work a lot with our marketing partners, trade association partners, really just making sure that through those partnerships, our contractors get the most out of our product and we can do what's best for them. So, okay. And yeah. before we get into Schedule Engine and yeah. kind of go into detail about what it is that you do, you came from the fashion industry <laughs> you in Italy, no less. Like, Tell yeah. me a little bit, how do you go from fashion to software? Yeah. So it's a, a bit of a... a strange story, I'll say. Um, but I was a retail major in college, which is kind of a, um, it's a weird compilation of business marketing and consumer behavior. So I had this gap where I was able to, and I had the luxury to study abroad. And so I'd always wanted to go to Italy. They had a really cool fashion program and a lot of it encompassed those pieces where it was not only the creative and the design side of it, but really the retail portion. So, um, when we think about what kind of breaks that out, it is those kind of three buckets. And, once I got back, you know, had a ton of fun in Italy, graduated college, moved to Chicago, I ended up getting a job at a fashion company. Um, I did menswear styling. And as I took a step back and was figuring out what I wanted to do, I realized that the pieces of that weren't necessarily the fashion pieces that I liked as much as more of just working with my clients individually, understanding what their problem was, helping them find that solution and really kind of solve for that end goal. And so that was kind of the nature that I, I took when I was looking for my next role. And while it seems, you know, oh, fashion is like very glitzy, it's glamoury, there's a lot of design, and then software, you know, is maybe a little more technical. At the end of the day, both of them kind of fall back on people really working to build their brands. So, you know, people, maybe depending on whatever we were building out in terms of their wardrobe or whatever image they wanted to portray, that's their personal brand they're building. Mm -hmm. And when I came across Schedule Engine, what they were doing was just really cool to me because it was still that consumer-facing piece that contractors are wanting to leverage to essentially build that brand and, you know, set themselves apart from their other competitors and from other people out there in the market. And so fashion seems kind of like a strange pivot, but at the same time, it was more so what I learned through that versus the fashion of itself. It was kind of the pieces that I took from it and just, they were able to translate over to other industries as a whole. So well, we say all the time, sales is sales, right? Yeah. You know, we, we tell people, you know, all of our employees, they're into sales. Yeah. And because when they're speaking with a client, they are selling the client on the goods and the services that yeah. they're doing. They are selling them on the KPIs, the goals, the metrics, and kind of really understanding what a business yeah. needs is not that far off from understanding what an individual is looking for in terms of that. So I guess yeah. it makes sense. I mean, yeah. I so, do you miss Italy? Like, do you ever yeah, think back and day. be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can I do this in Italy? I'm like, hey, hey, Ray, straight. can we open up a satellite office? But um, yeah, no, and you're exactly right. And that's what it was, is it was, I truthfully, I fell into sales not knowing it. Like I went into college wanting to do the design, wanting to be in retail and more like product development. And then as I got in front of people and I started interacting with them more, I realized like that's that's what I liked. I liked building that relationship, understanding more about them and their careabouts. And like you said, sales is sales and it's it's everywhere all the time. And so that was really the piece that kind of hooked me on that it. And that really yeah. resonated. And and then just based on what Schedule Engine does, it, it was that same fit because I saw it as, you know, 
these companies are trying to better themselves and build this brand just like that person who was ordering that custom suit to propose to his wife or yeah. to, you know, you know, have that large event they're going to. It really, it's at the end of the day, all kind of the, the same thing. It's really just working with people and helping figure out what those problems are and, and the best way to solve them. So, Well, let's understand a little bit more about scheduling. Yeah. So we we have an upper hand because, of course, One SEO and yeah. a lot of our clients utilize Schedule Engine. But for the audience that's listening, tell them a, a little bit more about what does Schedule Engine do and how can they help businesses? Yeah, so Schedule Engine is really uh, a tool transparently to kind of rocket ship your business, um, for lack of a better word. So what we really do is online scheduling that integrates with the contractor's field management software. So we know out there in other industries, there are not, or excuse me, there are other platforms like Calendly or ZocDoc that allow them to customers to book their appointments and to get those kind of on demand, um, for lack of a better word, what could I say here? Um, when a customer has that problem, a lot of those under- industries allow an kind of instant gratification way for them to solve it. Right. And transparently through our industry, historically, there hasn't really been an easy way for consumers to engage with contractors when it comes to getting those appointments booked. So the whole goal at Schedule Engine is to really modernize that customer experience and allow consumers to do business with contractors when they want, how they want, in the means and the avenue that they want to, while being really plug and play for contractors. So... Austin, I'm sure he spoke all about it last time he was on here. Yeah. You know, we were built for contractors by contractors. And so there is that piece of knowing what is going on behind the scenes that, you know, maybe other companies would not know. You know, they know what's going on in, in terms of the CSR workflow. They know how dispatchers are dispatching. They know what the life of that technician is like. And there's a lot of softwares out there that are only focused on one or the other, not necessarily both. And so the, the beauty of Schedule Engine is that, yes, it's a consumer-facing tool that allows customers to book appointments online, chat in with an agent, you know, pick up the phone and call and talk to one of our agents if that if that contractor is using us. But it's plug and play for pl- excuse me, plug and play for the team on the back end. So that CSR is able to get that booked job and run with it the next day. They're not spending hours following up on leads that came in and having to convert people that maybe have been sitting there for you know two, three, four hours, and they're taking three or four hours out of their day trying to play phone tag. They walk in to book jobs on that board. They can assign them to those techs, and those dispatchers can run with their day just like they would any other book job. But it's allowing them to not have all that pressure on themselves and not have one avenue for customers to book with them, right. but more of that omni-channel approach that, based on the consumer's preferences, they can pick the avenue that works best for them. And that contractor doesn't have to worry about losing out on that lead because there's a way for that customer to book and get on their schedule. And I, th- I think one of the other benefits to what Schedule Engine does too is a lot of home services have what we call a shoulder season, right? And that yep. is when they are just not as busy as they are normally. And that's when their CSR, their their customer service individuals are doing a lot of outbound calls. And one of the issues that can happen with a lot of outbound calls happening is that you're missing some of the inbound. So Schedule Engine can actually pick up those calls and like you said, get that yeah. booked. And it really helps be able to continue to fill that job board and keep those service techs or, you know, the installers busy because they're able to still handle the shoulder season by reaching out to other people and still have those appointments booking. Um, Can you tell me a little bit more about the live chat and live voice feature? Because I know a lot of times people do associate Schedule Engine with just the online booking, but what are those features and how are they beneficial? Yeah. So when we look at most contractors' websites, and I'm sure you guys notice it too as you're working with them, there's always a lot of other channels for customers to reach out to them on. So we have the schedule, which is great for those people that say, hey, I know what I want. I want to book this. I just want to know when you're going to be at my house. Let me book it and not have to have this on my to-do list anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we love to, to live and breathe this industry. A lot of customers 
customers probably aren't excited that their HVAC systems broke and they just want to know when <laughs> someone's going to be there to fix it. So um, the live voice and the live chat are really meant to be extensions of those contractors teams, similar to the scheduler. Um, well, that's more self-service and we build that out for each contractor based on you know their job types, the technicians they have, the zones they work within to make sure that that book job that's coming through is a job they can facilitate for a customer that can be in their network. The live voice and live chat are meant to be sort of more of those engaging channels for customers that want that approach. So we've all used web chats before and we can tell when they're bots or when it asks you five or six questions and <laughs> you're going through it and it's that, oh, I know someone is just going to call me back and that is not what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. um, and so the whole goal behind the chat is to, again, be that frontline, knowing some people just have a quick question. If I just want to know I'm in your service area, I don't want to sit on hold for 20 minutes and hold up your CSR when I could be taking the place of someone who actually wants to get on your calendar. Or, you know, we think a lot about after hours. People are home, especially now. They're busy. They're running around. Contractors' business hours are customers' business hours as well. And so mm -hmm. when it's 7 o'clock at night and I have a quick question, I want an avenue to either ask that question on so I could go to a chat. I want to, you know, book an appointment. I could go to the scheduler. Um, or the kind of the unique thing about the chat as well as our call center is we can book appointments through those avenues. So those issues that a lot of customers run into when they typically engage with, I don't want to say only after hour services, but you know, most often when they're engaging after hours, weekends, times that that contractor's team is not there, they don't really get that end result met nine times out of 10. If right. they want that booked appointment, it's usually, hey, great, we'll capture your information. Someone will call you back tomorrow. And if I'm chatting, I probably don't want a phone call. Otherwise, I would have picked up the phone to call. Absolutely. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so all of that typical you know, stacks of paper and all those lead forms that end up on CSR plates when they walk in the next day, schedule engine can help eliminate. So anybody who interacts on that web chat or who calls in and gets bumped to a schedule engine agent at 7, 8 o'clock at night, if their goal is to book an appointment and get on that contractor's calendar, we're going to be able to book that job and put it on that contractor's calendar. So that's one less lead that that CSR has to convert. That's one less customer that's waiting for that callback. And then both parties win. Customer has their end need met. CSR has that book job they can just assign and not a stack of 10 or 12 leads they're trying to convert the next day. Yeah. Um, and, I, and you're not losing yes. leads because you have to <laughs> no, wait no, no. till the next day to get back to them. So listen, guys, you need to hear that. Yeah. You can have it booked right then mm -hmm. and right there. So if 8 o'clock yes. after dinner is when someone is looking to schedule that appointment, listen to what Alyssa's saying yeah. here, guys. <laughs> schedule yeah. engine can take care of it. Yes. And there, I mean, there are times where there's going to be those questions that our teams are just not equipped to handle, which we work a lot with contractors on. So, hey, someone reaches out about an invoicing question. Our team doesn't have access to that, and that it could be more of a sensitive conversation, knowing what customer data is involved. So in those scenarios, we'll always pass those leads back to that team, because in those cases, that contractor is better suited and better equipped with the information needed to have that conversation. But that, I would say, is less of a lead loss and more of kind of that customer relationship building that that team's then able to take on. Whereas if you want a lead and you want a booked appointment, leads are great, but a booked appointment's better. So oh, absolutely. If, if I'm a customer and, you know, my, my boss had a perfect example. He was looking to get something fixed for a sprinkler system and he filled out four or five things and one person called him an hour later, one person called him the next day and one person called him the weekend later and just showed up at his house. And he said, I already booked this. You know, I, someone called me back, they booked it, they were on it, but it was because I was able to go on and felt more of an extensive way to book with them. So I knew that I was booked. So I, I kind of just brushed everybody else off because I already had my need met. I didn't need it anymore. Yeah. And that kind of, that lead time in between it is for like, keep saying that a lot, lack of a better word, yeah. but for lead time, in this case, a lead, you know, it's one of those that if, if you're not on it right on top, customers are going somewhere else. They're, oh, they're wanting is. that instant gratification as yeah. much as we all maybe want to kind of push it aside. It's something that 
customers value. And it's something that when they look for service providers is, if not the number one, I would say the number two reason they choose who they who they choose to go with at the end of the day. So. And I also think we have to look at how things have just evolved and changed over time. Even if you take COVID out of the question right now, we were already pre-COVID in this thing where we wanted instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And text really got rid of phone calls, right? Most people, they see their phone ring and they roll their eyes and they look at it and they're like, oh, why are they calling me? Why didn't they just, you know, send me a message? So we expect to be able to get that instant gratification. And whether it's purchasing something online, which Amazon was all, you know, all (laughs) over, let's make our lives easier. But it was the behavior that we were into. And then you push us into the pandemic and everyone is isolated and people are even more alone and they're in front of their computers and they're in front of, you know, screens. The last thing they want to do is pick up the phone and be like, operator, operator, (laughs) operator. You know, they want- Zero until it just bumps into it. Exactly, just hitting zero. I'm sorry, the number you just dialed. I'm like, zero, just get me to zero. I need to ask a question. (laughs) So we already have that behavior. And with Schedule Engine, one of the things that you guys are doing is you're trying to capture that. Wherever that lead is, wherever that audience is, you know, being able to give them the ability to either have that chat fill out that form or book that appointment right then and right there at their convenience. And that saves them from having to take the next step, which is, okay, I've reached out to this first person. I haven't heard from them. So let me go ahead and reach out to two or three more. And whoever calls me first, they win. Because again, it's sometimes we are even willing to pay more if we can get it faster. Yeah, we absolutely are. Yeah. With that said, what are some Mm -hmm. of the things that have changed over the last couple of years with service engine and or, and what or schedule engine and where are you guys headed? Like what's on the docket for the future? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would agree with you. The last couple of years have been a little strange in terms of how consumer behaviors have shifted, but I definitely feel like the consumers are never going to stop asking that. We're accustomed to it now. It's only going to be something that is going to be more ingrained in them, wanting that convenience, wanting that instant gratification. And so I don't ever see that changing. And if anything, when I talk to contractors day in and day out, they're more willing to adapt to solutions like this, not only for the betterment of their customers, but for their teams. At the end of the day, like we're in the people business. And if you're asking your team and you're stretching them to that final, that final length and, you know, they're getting run into the ground because you guys are so busy and the phones are ringing off the hooks and they don't have a day off because there's so many calls coming through and there's no areas to support. They are really willing to lean into to solutions like Schedule Engine for the sole fact that thinking of the business holistically, it's not just what does our consumer want? It's okay. Our consumers are asking for this. And if we don't make that change, then they may go to our, our competitor. And nonetheless, you know, our teams need that support too. And so what we've really been trying to do is taking that feedback and looking at what our product can do and what kind of those requests are from contractors in terms of some of the gaps that we may not know exist and allow the flexibility of our product to kind of meet their business needs. Um, it can be a super lightweight or, you know, fairly robust. It depends on how the contractor wants it. But we're really wanting to make sure from from their perspective that the solution fits their needs and it doesn't make it too complicated, but it also fills the gaps that they currently are experiencing. Um, and I would say in, in the case of kind of partnerships like this and when we work with marketing companies, it's really also giving the marketing companies and the contractors visibility into where their customers are coming from. There's, you know, an omni-channel approach that everybody's taking and there's a lot of leads everywhere. There's people coming into these contractors from Facebook, from Google, from Yelp, from all these different sources. And all that insight is really, really crucial for not only their marketing teams to look at, but those contractors themselves to better understand 
where their customer base is, better understand what's resonating with them so that when they're planning their businesses and what they're going to do the next year and what they're going to do the next quarter, they're making the smart decisions and they're making the right decisions based off of the data they're actually seeing and, and the interactions that their customers are actually wanting to have with them and that they're engaging with versus feeling like it's hindsight 2020 and, oh, you know, we could have, would have, should have. They have that data and they have that, that I, the appointments right there to see that, you know, this is how people prefer to engage with us. So right. these are solutions we should maybe lean into more and we should look at how they impact not just our customers, but also our team. So it's really important for us to kind of look at it holistically, not just from what can we do to the scheduler and the chat to fit contractors' businesses, but how can we also take what we do and allow them to make smarter business decisions yeah. at the end of the day? I know? know it's been helpful for us. We work with yeah. a lot of our clients' CRMs and, and different platforms yeah. that they use. And being able to understand where the marketing dollars are working for you and yeah. where they're not and being able to make those informed decisions. You're always in marketing. You're going to guess and you're going to test and you're going to revise. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of the business. It's ever changing. Things are constantly happening. But being able to actually look at those sources and mediums and understand where that's coming from, it not only helps the business owner, like you mentioned, to be able to say, hey, yeah. this is how my business is doing. It helps marketers like us to be able to make those decisions and help yeah. inform our clients on where they need to put those dollars. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I absolutely love and, it. And I would say a lot of contractors have been getting creative too, which... <clears throat> Excuse me. I, speaking of COVID and how kind of it's shifted consumer behavior, we have a lot of contractors that have done stuff like QR codes or they've mm -hmm. sent out different campaigns and linked the scheduler to it. And they're using mediums that customers just didn't really engage with before. Like if you gave me a QR code three years ago, I, it would be like, I have to download an app and then I have to download this and then it's going to take yeah. me here. I don't know what to do with this. I don't want to take the time. And now everybody knows how to use it just from, you know, going to restaurants Menus. or <laughs> yeah. Yeah, going to your coffee shop. They're everywhere. And so it's one of those things where it's very interesting to see because it's not only, like you said, the, the consumers are used to it from other industries. It was only a matter of time before it found it was going to home services. If anything, I think the past, you know, two years just elevated that because people had to adapt. They had to say, hey, you know, what are kind of these non-touch ways that we can engage with our customers? What are ways that we can allow them to kind of tell us what their issue is prior to us even stepping in their home? So we have that information we need to empower our technicians and keep them safe and keep the customers safe. And so it's really interesting to see how just, you know, what's happening in our world is also translating to things like marketing, like, right. Hey, let's, let's pull this QR code and let's blast this out. And I can't tell you the amount of contractors that have said, Hey, we've spared our team days and days of outbound phone calls because we send a PM link and people click it and they book. And yeah. that in and of itself right there takes, takes a lot of that work off the teams and empowers the contractor to be in control of their business and, and know when appointments are coming in, what types of customers are going to be booking and really kind of holistically look at the business and plan for, you know, what are the next two months going to look like and how are we going to get these people that we know need to get on our calendar, on our calendar and have to do less guessing, you know, then yeah. the next year you can say, great, we did this and a hundred people booked. So now let's try it this way and see how many people do it. So always making sure we're arming them with that data so that they can make those decisions is, is super important. And that way they can put their focus where their focus needs yeah. to be. Yeah. Now there are, everybody Absolutely. knows there's so many different SaaS products out there. Yes. If someone came to you and said, okay, give me your elevator pitch, tell me the value proposition, what is the one reason I should choose Schedule Engine over a similar product? Yeah. What What is it that you would tell them? Yeah, um, I would say that Schedule Engine supercharges their business. So not only does it allow them a solution to meet those customer expectations of allowing them to instantly book an appointment and have that instant gratification, but enables their team to operate as efficiently as they can. So it streamlines those operations for the CSRs and the dispatchers so they can focus on what they do best and and the CSRs can make those meaningful one-on-one -on -one touches when they're needed, but customers aren't pigeonholed into one avenue to get on your calendar. You're providing that omni-channel approach that really allows you to kind of build a fence around your customers. 
That's great. Um, Alyssa, what do you think is yeah. going to be the biggest next step for, for you and your Ooh. career and for, for Schedule Engine in the future? Oh. What, what are those big steps look yeah. like? Well, I hope they're together. So <laughs> as of now, that that's the plan. Um, but I, I would say that the next big step for me is really focusing on partnering with the marketing companies and really understanding how we can use that data to make important decisions in terms of what our product may need or enhancements we could make, but also how we can be better partners so that our contractors are getting the most out of their marketing dollars, their investments that they're doing in technology. Um, because like you said, they can focus on their business. They're, they're in this for a reason. They're in the, the business of people because that's what they want to do. They want to help a lot of the, you know, contractors are, are out there to make a difference. And Everybody has their area of expertise, and I think it's a matter of finding the times when it makes sense to collaborate and finding the time when it makes sense to allow people to focus on, on really what their expertise is. And, and like you said, you know, you guys know marketing, we know schedule engine, the contractor knows their business. So how can we kind of take all those insights from each of the parties and make sure that at the end of the day, we're maximizing everything in the best way we can. So, um, that, that's really, that's really what I'm looking forward to. That that's kind of where we've transitioned and, um, that's what's next for me. So it's very exciting. And, and there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of, a lot of learning to do, which is always something that, uh, I look forward to. So. No, absolutely. And to the yeah. audience listening there, I hope that you really heard Alyssa when she talked about maximizing what you're doing. It's so important that you not only understand where you're leads are coming from, but that you understand how your marketing dollars are working for you. So if you don't have a platform that is allowing you to have some of this ease and be able to have bookings just show up for you the next day, you definitely want to check out Schedule Engine or any of the other platforms that have the same uh, possibilities. Uh, before we let you go, yeah. I did want to ask you a little bit because the technology is still primarily dominated by men. Yes. You're still working <laughs> with a lot of home service companies yep. that are primarily dominated by men. Yep. Um, what are some of the obstacles that you have kind of have faced over the, yeah. the last few years as you're developing this career that you feel that you would kind of send out to any other females that are in the industry with us and kind of working in our in our same area? Yeah, um, it, it's something I'm, I'm used to, I will say. I, I grew up as a competitive snowboarder, so I was very much in the, the realm of always having to compete against the guys, kind of. Um, but what I would say is just always come back to the empathy. I feel like that is something um, that I've always played into, just really similar to what I mentioned earlier, like getting to understand people and asking those questions and taking the time to really get to understand them. Um, I feel like they're they're are often times where women are a little bit just kind of dismissed in those scenarios of saying, hey, you know, it's a male-dominated industry. He probably knows better than you because he can hang with the guys and have those conversations. Right. We can have those conversations too. We can sit at that table. And I think sometimes maybe we're a little bit more reserved in terms of when we speak up because we're a little bit more thoughtful in responses. And so I would always say just to, to speak up and don't be afraid to voice your opinion. And although it can be intimidating, um, do it because they're valued and they're meaningful and and people don't know what they don't know. And so I, I firmly believe in, in when you're sitting at a table, everyone's opinion matters. And so I would always say just to speak up. And it's something that, you know, we all have to learn. It can be yeah. uncomfortable, but um, definitely don't, don't uh, put yourself in that own bias and, and you know, yeah. step out of it a little bit more and, and allow yourself to just speak up. The more times you do, the easier yep, it gets. And it I say that all the time. Yep. And you can't be worried about what other people think. No. And maybe the first few times you speak up, they'll yep. dismiss you, they'll overlook it, but eventually yep. they'll start to hear what you're saying. Yeah, so absolutely. I couldn't agree with you. Well, Alyssa, we thank you so yes. much for joining us today in the den. Yeah. And I hope that thank this is just one me. of many more times that we're going to be there. So thank absolutely. you again. Yes. And for everybody listening, if there's any information that you want on Schedule Engine, please don't hesitate to reach out. We are here for you as well as them. So thank you so much for joining us. And this has been another She Handles It Takeover in the Den.